A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So, for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to the Fighting on Film podcast, the podcast all about classic and obscure war movies, from the Normandy landings to the days of chivalry and swords. If it's been captured on film, we're going to try and cover it. I'm Robbie of RM Military History. I'm Matthew Moss of Historical Firearms and the Armourer's Bench. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Fighting on Film. Uh, today we're going to do something a little bit different with a slightly different format to shake things up again for the new year.、Um, we're going to do Fighting on Film Show and Tell, where both of us discuss a film that we've watched recently.、Um, it's not going to be the full sort of like breakdown that we do、no. for a normal episode of FOF,、um, but what we'll do is we'll give a brief overview of what the film's about and discuss some of the interesting bits that we've seen in、yep. the film. And then later on, it's up to you guys whether we actually come back and do a full episode on either of these films. Yeah. So,、uh, Robbie, shall I jump in and do mine first? And then do you want to do yours second? Yeah, sure. It's, it's, it's Matt's idea. So, I'm, I'm his guinea pig here. So, if, if he goes first, then I'll, I'll know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, my pick is Blizzard of Souls, which is a Latvian movie that came out last year.、Uh, it was released in the UK as The Rifleman. And it basically follows a young、uh, Latvian who、uh, joins the, the,、uh, the Russian Imperial Army with his 
father who is a former soldier and it's sort of like he's alluded to be this sort of like legendary sniper right um and it starts off um at home and his mother's murdered by invading germans so mm-hmm. it's kind of a kind of a uh, a classic sort of like war movie introduction like revenge against the germans i'm gonna go and sign yeah, up now it's, it's definitely yeah. driven by revenge and, and you know nationalistic pride etc um so yeah so the young man and his father join up and they go to the front show some of their training they go to the front and there's there's a number of like really beautifully shot sort of like night battles and patrols and just the fact that it's set on the eastern front alone of world war one makes it really interesting because yeah. I, how many how many eastern front war movies can can you think of like first world war ones not yeah not, not many not second world not war. many off the top of my head no exactly like this is the this is the most recent one i've seen and yeah. i can't really think of any others that take place entirely on the eastern front and you know i try and tell some of the story mm. so the film's apparently based on a on a book that was written by someone who fought in the war a, a latvian officer um and it's it's basically tells the story of of the young man's uh experience of the war all the way through right his father spoilers uh is is killed um but he sort of like fights on himself and then with the collapse of of, of Tsarist russia and you know the rise of the the, the bolsheviks etc he finds himself sort of like donning different caps. So he goes from being an imperial Russian soldier to being a Bolshevik to then being a Latvian nationalist. And it sort of like jumps down to the the idea of how Latvia came to be an independent sort of republic on their own before the Soviet Union sort of consumed them later on. And it's just a really interesting film to see how it progresses. And it's, it's not... There's, there's no real well-known actors in it. And indeed, I think the, the young guy who's the protagonist was was sort of like, mm. it's his first film. And it, yeah. Well, that can help a film, though, when you're watching it, can't it? Because it can. Yeah. Because you're not beholden to think, oh, okay, that is named actor's name here. You know, that's, oh, I'm watching Tom Hardy be a, a soldier. doesn't take you out. Yeah, it doesn't take you out of the movie like you can. Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't know a lot about Latvia sort of in the, in the first world war, but to, to sort of, it's nice to know that their films being made showing like, you know, these States were independent States before the Soviet union got hold of them. Um, so it's, it's quite, it's nice to sort of hear that. Yeah. And this film was actually like Latvia's entry for the um, best international film at the Academy Awards. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, that, so they that... entered this up. I, I don't know how it did, but yeah, it's like they're 1917 then I guess. Basically. And I think that's what's on a lot of the trailers. It's like Latvia's 1917. And I can see that. Okay. It's sort of mm. like um, the, the cinematography of it, of it is, is actually really quite beautiful. It's actually shot really well. Right. And it's quite immersive. Mm. so i didn't i sat down to watch it and i didn't i wasn't expecting much and i said to you a, a couple of weeks ago when i watched it I was like, i'm gonna watch this this latvian movie yeah, yeah. the rifleman i've just just spotted on online and i'll let you know what i think of it and i just thought well let's try it for this new um sort of like format that we're going to give a go now and then uh and i'll tell you about it and you can see what you think definitely um but there's 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 a couple of really great scenes where there's a gas attack 
and you've got men running around in panic Ooh. and they're trying to get their gas masks on and they're urinating on rags to help others that so don't is, have is it gas masks. 1915 then it says it early or yeah it's like 1915 16 17 okay so it's sort of i don't did, know the did, exact did it go through it kind of does it kind of does that thing where it sort of melds a few years right okay and it sort of transitions and flows i get you i and get you there's a couple of like there's a little bit of a love interest hmm. um it shows him with his brother who also joins and is an officer yeah. um and it you know it tells the story of his father who you know is a sniper and he's on he's on the the um mm. the front lines every day goes out on his own and he's he's carving in notches into his into his uh his stock bit of a, fancies himself as a bit of a Vasily Zaitsev yeah he's like a <laughs> Latvian Vasily Zaitsev about 30 40 years early <laughs> so no you said about a gas attack i think it's nice it, not nice it's the wrong word but yeah if a gas attack's done well in a first world war film it, i think mm. it can really add some it adds some like it elevates it because I think it, you, you get that wrong. It can come for a bit hokey, but you, yes, you get it right definitely. and it can be yeah. really visceral and and creepy. And I think it is. Like when I watched it, I thought, wow, this is actually like quite terrifying. And that that's something the film does quite well. Mm. So there's a there's a trench fighting scene and you feel confined. You feel like you're moving and trying to like dodge bayonet thrusts and stuff oh, nice. when you're watching. Yeah. So that's that's that shows good cinematography, I think. But yeah, so that's that's um, that's my pick for this okay. this week. That sounds... uh, I just think uh, it might be an interesting film for us to, there any, to take a look at it more in depth. Are there any good alley tally in it? Yeah, there's a couple. There's some interesting uh, small arms and stuff in there. Everyone's got a nice um, 1891 Mosin-Nagants. Yep. And there's a couple of nice... Uh, the father, actually, his sniper rifle is a Gewehr 98 with a scope. Right. Which he takes from a German. Okay, and, and which is quite cool. Nice they show it. Usually it's just like anachronistic, but it's nice that yeah. they show that if they did. So there's a there's a few few nice little mm. bits of of a valley kit in there as well. So that sounds like one for people's radar as well. Even if we don't make a, an episode on it in the future, yeah, I'd recommend it. I'd Definitely. recommend a look at it. It's um, Latvia's 1917. After all, well, there you go. Got to be got to be worth That's a try. For, you know that kind of that kind of comparison. That movie won a, a shed ton of Oscars, so it's high it praise. So, your turn, Robbie. What have you watched recently, and, right. and think we should we should look at? So, I, it was um. New Year's Eve, and I was sitting there with me, my son, my little baby boy, and I was streaming through the telly, thinking, what the hell could I watch? And I found Sea of Sand online, um, and I thought, you know what, I've never heard of it. It Richard Attenborough on the poster, and I thought, well, it's got Richard Ooh. Attenborough on the poster, so I will watch it. Um, yeah. And it's, I think it's the only long-range desert group film that was made, or has been made to date. Mm. Um so it's, it's a quite a simple plot. It, these LRDG guys, um, they're going from their base to this German fuel dump to knock it out, um, and it's behind enemy lines. And it's just it's a story of them from start to finish. Yeah, um, it's quite simple, really. Um, but there's this new officer, and and he's been put with them, and he he hasn't gone out on patrol before. But it's like volunteers; they're looking for volunteers. So you've got Richard Attenborough's character, who's like the, he drives one of the Chevy trucks. Um, mm. And he's he's ex um, RTR, and he always wears his beret like to the side. It's like he's got this cool, quite cool way of wearing his beret. Um, but so it's him, 
and then you, Ali Tally right there. Yeah, really Ali Tally actually. <laughs> the whole movie's Ali Tally to be fair. So he's LRDG and there's so much kit in it. Um, and then you've got Michael Craig who plays the actual LRDG captain. Um, but this new this new captain's never gone on a, a raid. So it's sort of, they have a bit of a conflict at the start because the officer's like, oh, do you always, do you always talk to your men like this? Do you always let your men talk to you like that? Sort of, he he's trying to be like a proper officer, but then he quickly realises that, you know, in the desert, doing a long-range patrol, rules right. and regulations aren't really that mm. important. You know, they, obviously discipline is important anyway, but, you know, sort of you're all in it together because you're such a mm. small unit. So it's nice to see that. But it's just nice to see... Um, like the LRGD represented in a film. Um, and obviously I love, from when I was little, I used to really think that Chevy trucks with Vickers machine guns on were really, really cool. And and this movie does dish that up for you. Um, there's a lot of like Vickers gun action, Bren gun action. The only thing that annoyed me was that they all have Mark III Stens for some reason. Right, that's, that's only, not quite yeah, right. There's a Lee Enfield in there. Um, Lee Enfield Mark IV, which, number four, which isn't, mm, could or could possible. be, yeah. Much more likely than a stem mark three. Yeah, they all had mark three stems, and they even mm. refer to like, "Oh, get the stem, give me a stem gun, get in with your stem gun." It's a bit, it wears yeah. thin a bit. I'm like, "Oh, you could just got Thompsons. How hard would it have been?" You know, yeah. even if it was the wrong type of Thompson, it took me out. So when's it set? Like forty one. Yeah, like forty, forty one, forty two ish. I think. Mm. I don't think he ever really yeah. says. Definitely wouldn't have had mark yeah. threes. Definitely not in the desert. I don't desert. think they ever had them. I think they're from no, they at. didn't. I don't think Sten's got them. Yeah, but then there's, there's this whole raid at the end of the film, and it it sort of has a it drags a little bit. I must admit, um, mm. and it didn't engage me the whole night. It's ninety seven minutes long, which isn't really that long, but it, I feel like I've seen it possibly yeah, years ago. It felt it felt a bit overly long in some places, but, but I don't I don't remember Richard Attenborough being in it. Oh, he's quite good in it. He's barely in it. I must admit, he doesn't. Mm. He's not top. He's top billing, but he's not top billing. It's, it's, uh, so it's like a retrospective yeah, top billing. It's more about yeah. the, it's more about Michael Craig's character being like the sort of really died in the wall LRDG captain. So there's a bit. One of my favourite bits is there's um there's they see a Messerschmitt flying over and the, there's this guy on the Vickers gun and he's like, come on, let's let's shoot him down. Come on, give give the order to fire, sir. Come on, I'm ready. And he's like, you know, yeah. cocking the Vickers, and uh, the captain gets out a a German like cap. And he puts it yeah. on, and he waves at the the, the plane, and you see the yeah. sh- shot of the, the 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 pilot, and he waves back to him, and flies off, and the new officer's like, "What? I was lucky, you know." And the rich Attenborough goes, "Oh no, uh, Skipper's Skipper's used that one before, you know. Don't yeah. worry, he'll, he he would rather avoid a fight than than get into one." Yeah, you got to get to the objective. Yeah, before you know, you don't want to get stopped before the objective. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I thought it was a fun, fun little romp. You know, it was um, hmm. filmed on location in in Libya, so it, it's actually the plains of the the plains of the Libyan desert are actually the Libyan desert. So it's always a positive yeah. when it's not in some random quarry. No, exactly. That was really nice. Um, no, it wasn't in a random quarry. Um, the only thing that let it down was you know the Germans have American half tracks and. Bren guns and Sten guns. Um, this is a bit of a serial offender. This one. Ooh. Yeah. Not even MP40. No, they got they got Mark III Stens as well. There must have oh, been a, no. There must have been a run on Sten guns um, that month. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I, I thought it was quite fun, you know. But yeah, I mean, hmm. Richard Attenborough, you know, it's don't know how. I'll say no to that. No, exactly. Yeah. It's got a really cool poster with Michael Craig giving it some of the Vickers. Um, 
but yeah i quite enjoyed it actually i'd, I'd seek it out if you've got a a spare hour or two to kill it's not it's not the worst one we could ever see hmm. well there you go guys um the rifleman and uh sea of sand so what year did sea of sand come out 1958 oh, there you go classic late 50s british yeah, war movie there so there we go um there's the two films that we've watched recently that we wanted to briefly discuss and not go fully in depth with and see uh, if you guys had any interest in us covering those in a future full-length episode of Fighting on Film. Let us know on our Twitter page, at Fighting on Film. Yep. And uh, don't forget to like, rate, comment, review, or whatever else it is that your various outlets for the pod allow you to do. And uh, tune in again next time. And don't forget to check out our latest special episode, which came out earlier this week. We were joined by special guest Peter Caddick Adams to discuss his favourite war movie, Kelly's Heroes. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you, and uh, Happy New Year again. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Bye. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.